y'all been waiting on, huh? Let's get into it. Yeah, laying a smack down on you ass clowns Your bitch heard me spit, now she all up on my nuts like a pat down They know I always carry mad pounds But can't find them cause they're in the mail All wrapped in women's nightgowns Exposing you rodents while pushing potent potions My heritage, the diagnosis for my verbal explosions Been chosen to leave you choking like dirt weed that you smoking Dabbing Aladdin's in town is the reason for the commotion But jealous people caught word I don't care what you heard cause I'ma do me I ain't backing down, I don't get scared Bitch you soft, I done paid the cost That's why I'm the boss Riding around the town a couple pounds Bitches love how I put it down I ain't stopping for the fucking Phone ringing, money coming in I be blowing up, always reading up I'm the shit, you just a Get the grands, that's the master plan Fuck it, make it mills All about my bills, you'll never catch me with a I'm in charge and I'm living large Smoking on cigars, I will let you hit it But you looking like a Yeah that's the game plan Hit the club and make it rain, man Indian bitch in my lap doing the rain dance White bitch with a spray tan How much I gotta pay, man I'll beat that pussy up like it's sports entertainment I got money in the bank, bitch And I ain't waiting Give me the title now I'll take it without hesitation I shatter competition Bring them to their undertaking Then tombstone their bitch Into the motherfucking pavement It's hell in a cell So I stay away from cops Cops of merch from my website It was made in Sweatshops, enjoy the mixtape, even though you hope it flops. Ayo, Enzo, hit him with it when the beat drops. Yeah, y'all catch that? Dabbing Aladdin, shattering competition. I didn't think so. Riding around the town a couple pounds, bitches love how I put it down. I ain't stopping for a fucking phone ringing, money coming in. I'll be blowing up. That's the master plan, fuck it, make it mills All about my bills, you'll never catch me with a I'm in charge and I'm living large Smoking on cigars, I will let you hit it But you looking like a Well let me tell you something Hate ain't nothing but love disguised by jealousy And if I was you, I'd be jealous of us too Cause you're ugly as hell How are you? How you doing? How's your mother? Welcome to the motherfucking Dabbing Aladdin podcast. It is the Monday after the Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns did not win. I am surprised. Dennis is the new fucking king of the kikes. He has the Jew belt. And I'm alright with that. Because I'm still a fucking champion, obviously. I'm always the fucking champ. I have the Dab Grabah championship belt. And also, also, I am nominated for four awards. For New England Cannabis something, something, something awards. No bullshit, people. Dab and Aladdin, me, the motherfucking champ, is nominated for New England's Young Entrepreneur of the year. I am nominated to be the best entrepreneur, young entrepreneur, only young people. 
you know, it excludes a lot of people in this award. I don't know what the age cutoff is, but some people I'm sure would love to get this award, but they never will because they're too old. But I am a young entrepreneur. I am nominated for this award. I'm also nominated for three more awards. Also, I'm nominated for the New England Cannabis Business Leader of the Year because I do run a cannabis-related business. Fucking dabbing Aladdin, bitch. And, and I'm nominated for the best cannabis innovation with dabbing Aladdin swords. Ching, ching. And, and I am nominated for the best industry website with dabbing Aladdin. Now, these awards happened last year, too. I don't really know what they were. I don't really go to like, I don't go to all this like weed shit. I don't go to any fucking weed things where you can't smoke weed because I like weed because I like to smoke it. I don't like weed because I like to talk to people about weed. I don't want to fucking talk to you about weed. I want to fucking smoke weed and talk about wrestling and about my fucking podcast. I just want to, I want to, I basically just want to podcast. I just want to podcast and I want to smoke weed. I don't want to go walk around a convention center where I can't fucking smoke weed and talk to people about smoking weed. That's just like friend zoning yourself with fucking weed. That's like talking to a hot bitch that you can't fuck and you're never going to fuck and she's never going to fuck you, but you just like to fucking talk to her. It's fucking gay. That's what a fucking weed convention is. You go and walk around. I only go to events where I can actually smoke weed. Like fucking, like fucking weed crush Wednesdays. Shout out to Boom Extracts and all the fucking homies. Harry Dabs, Ernesto, everybody. I only go to events where I can smoke weed. They had these events last year. I was on a fucking network last year. They won it because of my fucking greatness. They won best industry website last year, Talking Seaweed, who I'm no longer with. I'm not going to go in on it or anything. I just want to fucking let everybody know officially I am not with Talking Seaweed. Don't get it misfucking construed. If they hit you up saying they know me, they were they were dabbing Aladdin, is they're not. I'm not with fucking Talking Seaweed. They're not using my name for greatness anymore. I'm the fucking champ. I'm moving on. I'm doing what I do. I'm no longer with them. They are actually my competitors now. I texted them, wished them best of luck. They didn't respond, clearly because they are scared. I'm the fucking champ. I'm a great sportsman, you know what I mean? I'm never going to get called for unsportsmanlike conduct. I'm a fucking competitor. Like, you ever watch boxing? The guy who's more confident in himself is always like being a good sportsman, and then the guy who knows he's going to lose is just being a sour little puss. That's exactly what's going to go on here. I'm the fucking champ. I win. But there's no need to fucking go win on it. So they are uh, talking seaweed was nominated for best podcast this year, though. And I'm the only podcast on the fucking network. So that's kind of fucking hilarious. So technically, I'm nominated for five awards. But actually, Dylan, Dylan was nominated for an award, too, ladies and gentlemen. Dylan Catino is nominated for the New Hampshire Cannabis Activist of the Year, folks. Congratulations to Dylan Catino. I know how hard you work for this, bud. Every day you wake up thinking, what can you do for the New Hampshire cannabis community? And you make shit happen, man. It's not easy for you because you're a bino. You can't see. But John Cena didn't come back last night, huh? That was fucking weird. It was a solid rumble last night, folks. So we did picks on the Friday night super show. On Friday, obviously. That's when the fucking Friday Night Super Show is. Yes, that is correct. And uh, I thought I was going to win at the end. Because it came down to me and and Dennis. 
by a fucking tiebreaker. And Dennis, being the fucking cocksucker that he is, he knows that I always pick 14 minutes for these fucking things. So Dennis goes, I'm going to pick right above him. And he goes 14 minutes, 30 seconds. Of course, the tiebreaker comes down to it's 17 minutes and 32 seconds. So therefore, Dennis wins. It was actually me, Dennis, and Dylan tied. So started out with fucking Sheamus. Beating Shorty G, no one was surprised except Kent. He started out behind. He probably killed himself already by now. Then the fucking Mexican match for the U.S. belt, Andrade won. Then Roman beat Corbin. He he got some fucking revenge for the whole uh, the whole fucking dog food thing. I knew they had to give Roman some type of revenge or comeback. Because for the whole last fucking month, they've just been pouring dog food on this motherfucker. And they love him, and he's their golden boy. So I thought the payoff for that would be Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. But that was actually not the fucking payoff for that. The payoff for that was actually Roman Reigns putting King Corbin in a fucking porter potty and throwing him off the stage. And it did not show King Corbin covered in shit after. If you put someone in a porter potty and then throw it off the stage and then open it, they're supposed to come out covered in human feces. And he was not covered. He wasn't even covered in the fucking blue water. He came out later that night and he was completely fine. He was like fucking moving his elbow like he fucked it up. But he wasn't covered in any blue shit. But because they had Roman Reigns have that giant payoff, I was like, all right. Mm. If they're giving that to Roman, then they're probably not going to have him win the Rumble because they're not going to just have it be Roman Reigns putting dudes in porter potties and winning the Rumble. It's kind of one or the other. I know they love Roman Reigns, but they're not going to have him do both. That was a, that was an all right match, by the way. I kind of need to rewatch it. I was like half paying attention. But the Usos were like jumping all over the place and shit. Ziggler was out there. That was a fiasco of a match. And then you had uh, Charlotte versus Asuka. The Abukaki Warrior. And Charlotte won. Big surprise there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bailey beat. Oh, no, wait. Was it Bailey who beat Asuka? Yeah, yeah. Charlotte didn't. Charlotte won the whole slut rumble. My bad, people. I got my fucking information misconstrued. Mm. So, yeah. Charlotte won the fucking slut rumble, which is kind of a bummer to me, dude, because look, I know Charlotte is extremely talented, you know, her her dad's Ric Flair, yada, 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 we all know, but what does Charlotte have to gain from winning the Royal Rumble? She's fucking done it all. She beat Asuka in her fucking undefeated streak at WrestleMania, which was a great match. She is one of the greatest wrestlers in the company, is one of the greatest talkers in the company, male or female, yada, 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 I know, it's fucking great, but there's so much young talent in the women's division, there's so many girls on NXT that I just can't wait to see get a shot on the main, I know there's no such thing as being called up now, blah, 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 but still, I want to see them fight these sluts in the main roster, I want to see it fucking happen, and Shayna Baszler is clearly the next big thing, she is it. She is a fucking believable heel. She is just a fucking badass fighter. She's a MMA fighter, so she's believable ass kicker. And she's clearly who's next. If you have her come out and throw Charlotte 
over the ropes and win the Rumble. She doesn't need to be in anybody's faces anymore before she does that. Everybody knows who she is, I think. She's been in everybody's face at Survivor Series. She's been on everybody's face on NXT. She's made a lot of appearances on the fucking main roster. I think everybody knows who she is at this point. If you have her just come up and win the Rumble now without anything else... I think that's a big enough push that's like, whoa, this girl from NXT just won the Rumble? That's going to make headlines. NXT star wins Rumble. XMMA, MMA, NXT star. How many fucking letters can you get in there at once? It's like the fucking alphabet people, LGB2AEW. It's the fucking MMA, NXT, WWE wrestler wins Women's Royal Rumble. Maybe just Royal Rumble because we don't want to call them women because we don't want any of them to get offended because, you know, it's just wrestling. It's not women's wrestling. Clearly, it's not women's wrestling anymore if fucking Nyla Rose is in it. And also, they had a fucking tranny in the match last night. Technically, it wasn't a tranny. It was Santina Morello or Santino Morello dressed as Santina Morella. I think it was. He had his little fucking sock and stuff. And he was dressed as a fucking woman and went in the Women's Royal Rumble. Immediately, I obviously thought of Nyla Rose. And you know that it's literally just a matter... It's probably already happened. I haven't even been on Twitter. But you know that somebody from AEW is going to get highly offended at this because they always do this. They're going to say, uh, shame on WWE for using trannies as a comedy gimmick because it's not funny. It's not a comedy gimmick. They're average. They're normal. It's not normal. It's a fucking mental disorder. And these people are ruining the quality of life for the rest of us because now women have to go into bathrooms and see men with penises in the women's room. And they don't want that. I don't care if there's a chick in the fucking dude's room. I don't give a shit. I'm a man. I can fucking handle it. But girls want to go in the fucking girls' room and change their tampon and do whatever the fuck they have to do. And they don't want some dude there with his fucking dick He's in the fucking there. They have couches in women's rooms, dude. They're good. They, we don't have couches in men's rooms, dude. These trannies have found a way to sit on a fucking couch in a bathroom when that's not supposed to be what men get to do. Women have, have couches in women's rooms. And they get to just chill in there, dog. Just chill on the couch, smoke blunts, do whatever. We don't get to do that. We have to go piss and be out. If we want to chill, we have to chill in the toilet. You got to drop the drawers. You got to sit in the toilet. You got to take out the phone. Maybe some headphones for you it'll feel a little bit more privacy. You know what I mean? That's what we got to do. These trannies are just sitting there, fucking spread legs, balls chilling on the couch in the women's room. They don't want that, dog. I'm out here protecting the rights of women. I really am like the Martin Luther King of women's wrestling. And I think what WWE did was hilarious. Because they have this guy come out there dressed as a woman in the match. And it's clearly just... It's fucking hilarious. The women fuck him up because he's not like a big strong guy. And it was just fucking funny. And you know that AEW is going to get highly offended. Because that's their serious thing. WWE does it. You're supposed to laugh. If I was at WWE last night laughing at the man dressed as a woman... 
I would have been in the majority of people at the crowd. But when you go to AEW and you laugh at the man in the wrestling ring dressed as a woman fighting women, you're all of a sudden a bad person. All of a sudden it's, why don't you just get out of here with that transphobic bullshit? And then they fucking ban you. And then they start a GoFundMe with some big fat gay black guy for the fucking make money for the gay Hodor sitting next to you who fucking loves trannies. And it's just the whole fucking thing. The Young Bucks tweet about you. Nyla Rose is on your Facebook liking posts at 2.30 in the morning in a Percocet haze. It's just what happens, man. And I've, I'm, luckily, I can fucking take the heat from that. You know what I mean? I'm big enough. I'm strong enough that I can fucking take the heat from all this tranny shit. If it happened to a weaker person, they might have killed themselves. It might be like that fucking bitch who had the guy kill himself, which we were talking about on the last episode with Ernesto and Dennis. I don't fucking know all the details, but apparently the dude was just being a bitch. She was like, yeah, off yourself. Dude, people were telling me to kill myself. And people were saying that they were going to kill me. And no one did shit because I'm the fucking champ. And they know they can't fucking touch me. And I'm nominated for four awards this year all by myself. Dabbing Aladdin. That's what it says. It just says Dabbing Aladdin. It's not some fucking team of some people that work, some people that don't work, some people that say they work and they don't stop working and they just make connections and blah, 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 but don't actually do shit. No, it's just me. I'm the fucking boss. No company ever succeeds with more than one boss. It's history. If you ask wrestlers from other companies, like, why their wrestling company failed and why Vince McMahon's WWE has always reigned supreme and always will, it's because people know where the end of the line is and where the buck stops. They know that if Vince says do this, you have to do this or you're fucking fired. If Vince says don't do this, you don't do this or you're fucking fired. And that's how it is. There's not a whole bunch of... There's not like three people saying like, oh, we're the wrestling VPs. We're the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. And we're all in charge here. We're going to push all of us. It's not going to fucking work, buddy. It's a one-man operation. In If you're in charge, people just fucking know you're in charge, man. You don't need to constantly tell everybody like, listen, like... I, people need to realize that I'm in charge and I work and I'm the, it's like fucking Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. He's constantly telling everybody he's the boss and he's going to be the king. And then his father tells him, he says, nobody that no man or I forget the exact wording, but he basically tells him nobody who constantly needs to remind everybody that they're the boss is actually the boss. They're just a fucking fool. And that's how it is with Dab and Aladdin. People, people think I own a fucking dispensary. Just because I'm that much of a G. People message me on Instagram like, hey, do you own a dispensary? Just because they see my page. I message them back and I say, no, I'm just a baller. That's what I say back. Because I'm just, I am. I'm just a fucking baller. They can't fucking, you know what? I need to, I need to get another blunt. I'm going to pause this for a second and then I'm going to fucking uh, roll a blunt and be right back. But it's not going to take that long for you. It's just going to be like click, clack, boom, ready? Boom, pause it. Uh, now. And boom, we're fucking back. Was that not the fastest blunt that you've ever fucking heard rolled? My fucking buddy used to brag he could roll any blunt in under five minutes. That was like a second in podcast time, right? I made fucking time stand still 
and I fucking rolled that blunt in some fucking wormhole shit. Oh, dude, this weed's fucking me up. This is some fucking Gorilla Glue. Oh, love this shit. But yeah. Anyway, uh, where the fuck was I in this Royal Rumble card? The fucking Tranny, Bailey beat Asuka. No, did she even beat Asuka? No. She beat fucking... She beat Lacey Evans. That's who she beat, I think. I don't know. I don't even give a fuck about this match. This bitch looks like a fucking dyke, and I really don't give a fuck about it. Next match was the fucking Fiend. The Fiend. Also, you know what? I was really high when I was watching it, and I kind of had like a revelation. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but the Fiend, his whole thing is like, let me in. Like he wants you to let him in your house or whatever. And that's kind of what fiends do. They just sit outside and they be fiends and they beg you to let them in. They just sit outside like a fucking fiend because they're a fucking drug addict. And they're like, hey, man, you just let me in. Can I just come in? Can I come in? Can I just come in and just like smoke? Can Can I have some drugs? Can I come in and talk about drugs? That's what a fucking fiend does. And that's what, that's what fucking The Fiend does. So Bray Wyatt's just a fucking genius. Some more magic coming straight out of JoJo's magical ass. Mm. I miss that ass, man. It hasn't been on TV in a while. Bray Wyatt's keeping it all to himself. It's not fair, man. I want to see that ass go under the ropes again. Mm. But uh, yeah, so The Fiend won in 17 minutes and 32 seconds in a strap-on match. They had a strap that was connecting Daniel Bryan to the Fiend so they couldn't get too far away from each other and they were just like attached and they were using it to whip each other. It seemed kind of like some shit that Ernesto would be into, to be completely honest with you. Also hilarious, Ernesto is fighting... Ernesto's been fighting everybody lately, dude. Jesus. I'm fucking rubbing off on him, man. He's fighting everybody. He's been fighting Surge... Now he's fighting the rapist guy from Instagram. He's not actually. His name is. His name on Instagram was not a rapist. I don't know if he is a rapist or not. Says he's not. But now Ernesto's been fighting him. He was like being super racist to Ernesto, I guess. I told him it's like we like to joke, but it's not cool to like actually be racist unless it's against Jews. But I was trying to tell it to this guy, but he didn't want to fucking listen. I mean, he, he, no, no, wait, he, he actually did listen. He fucking said he'll chill. I'm fighting with Ernesto. But so Ernesto is fighting with this guy, and this guy says his wife is a guy who calls the show, honestly. It's my, my buddy fucking Joshua. I, I need them to fucking, you know, Joshua's a fan. I know, I don't know him in like real life. We talk and stuff, but I see Ernesto like all the fucking time. He's one of my friends. So I don't want someone like starting shit with them and there being all this whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? I'm the only one on this show that I really like getting into. I mean, no, that's actually a lie. I fucking love chaos and I love everybody fighting. But on the show, I don't need them showing up to each other's house and killing each other and me not having the content. You know what I mean? It's all about fucking content. That's what I do. I make content. Some people say they make content, and then you go look at their Instagram. They haven't posted in months. It's like, what are you, what are you doing, dude? Are you... Someone... I get so many people talking shit to me now, dude, because I like the more followers you get, the more shit talkers you're going to get, obviously. So now, like, I'm lucky enough where people I know 
like will post my shit and then more people follow me and it keeps building and keeps building. But then there are more fucking shit talkers. But I, I keep posting other people. I like when people post my shit, I like repost it. You know what I mean? It's like somebody with a lot of followers posted a video with my sword yesterday. They were dabbing some like rosin or something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it didn't look like didn't look like good dabs. It didn't really look like dabs you would want to post on Instagram. I always think about that. Like sometimes I have dabs, they like they're actually good dabs, but they just don't look like good dabs and you can't post them on Instagram because people are just going to be in the comments immediately just going fucking wild. So some guy posted a video with my sword yesterday. He has a lot of followers. The dabs were not good and I reposted it and then immediately I get a message from somebody just talking shit. Just like, yo, like, those dabs are trash. Like, how does that guy have so many followers? And I just replied back, like, it's because he's consistent with the content. It's all about the content. You don't need to like him. His dabs don't even need to be good. He just needs, he posts a bunch of videos every day with the right hashtags, makes the right connections. It's what I do. It's you just fucking content. So this guy's just talking. She's like, how does he have so many followers? I want to have as many followers as him. So I just told him straight up, like, dude, it's you need content. And he got he he, he said to me, he was like, yeah, look, I understand you're a business, but those dabs are trash, and I'm gonna let you know. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I respect it, dude. I respect it, like, cause I I think the thing with me is like I the thing that I like most about weed is smoking it. Like I said, I don't like to fucking talk about it. I don't like to fucking, like, look at pictures of it. I like to fucking smoke it. Like, I like to absorb podcasts and wrestling as my, like, entertainment and movies. You know what I mean? So the way I go online and talk shit about wrestling is the way other people go online and talk shit about weed, you know? Also, I don't even know, like, that much about weed. I know, like what's good and what's bad. You know what I mean? But like someone gave me some dabs recently cause they wanted me to like post them on Instagram. So they give me the dabs and I post them on Instagram. I thought they looked like good dabs. I thought they were fine enough to post on Instagram, but I post them and like people weren't like talking shit about these ones, but people were, people immediately looked at them and were like the way those are made, there might be clay in them or some shit like that. I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know what, I don't know what these people are talking about, but I don't want to fucking dab clay. I'm not fucking, I don't know, dude, I'm not a fucking, don't like Indians live in clay or something. I don't know, but I'm not trying to fucking dab clay, dude. So I gave him to a friend. I'll let him fucking dab clay. I gave him to Aaron, actually. Aaron can dab clay. He'll be fine, dude. Dude. Aaron's podcast is going to be fucking hilarious. These clips he sends me are funnier every fucking time. I went over his house the other day to check out the fucking studio. Well, not his house, his fucking garage. My bad. I went over to the fucking garage in a top secret bunker location to see the new fucking studio. And it's pretty fucking sweet, guys. It's a fucking... Honestly, dude, I feel kind of like Joe Rogan. Not only because Aaron's mom went to school with Joe Rogan, but because Joe Rogan's place, I've never seen it, but from what I hear, it's like a bunker, and it's like a car garage, and then it's like a studio, 
and Aaron's place is a car garage and a studio, and it's going to be a factory for the Dab and Aladdin Dab Swords, and I'm very excited, and I'm fucking dominating, and they cannot keep up with me. And this studio, we're building it. It's going to be fucking great. We're going to do podcasts there. I'm going to be able to have guests there. Dab and Aladdin podcast, Aaron's podcast, any other podcast in the network. It is all very exciting. Fucking dab comedy. It's the fucking year, folks. The hats are being made right now. The marketing campaign is being worked on. The launch dates are being worked on. We have a top secret group chat where everything is being discussed. And it's just very fucking exciting, y'all. We got logos being worked on. I actually need to get back to the graphic designer. Pretty fucking hilarious, actually, is that Sergio and I are doing our show called Designated Driveway. And then Aaron is doing his car show, which doesn't have a name yet. But I told the graphic girl that we need a logo for the driveway show first and that it should it's just in a driveway so maybe something themed with a car in a driveway or something so then she gave me the logos which were car themed as i asked and i sent them to the group chat like hey what's everybody think of these fucking car logos that we might use for our show and then aaron (laughs) aaron's like those are cool but what the fuck am I going to use for a logo for my car show if you guys use a fucking car as a logo for your show? Solid point. Definitely a solid point that I'm taking into consideration. It probably should be like driveway themed and not a car, but it isn't a car. It's just not about cars. So I think Sergio said it should be a flat tire because our conversations always fall flat. My conversations don't fall flat. I'm a fucking one-man show. I could talk all fucking day. They fall flat when Sergio's playing with the fucking microphone cord. But it's all good. I'm not going to get mad at Sergio. I love Sergio. I'm very grateful for Sergio for doing Designated Driveway with me. And we're going to get a new fucking logo. And that's fucking that. Dab comedy. 2020. That's all I got to say is fucking stay tuned. By the end of the year, we will have at least seven shows running. I will be dropping a show every day of the week. That's fucking seven shows that I can go on anytime I want and talk about how Nyla Rose has a dick and talk about how his wife is a fucking wannabe lesbian school bus driver who shouldn't be allowed around children. And I can just talk about whatever I want because I'm the fucking man and nobody can tell me what I can and I can't say. And I'm the fucking boss. And everybody knows that I'm in charge. And I'm dabbing Kennedy Trump McMahon. Because I own this shit. And I'm the fucking boss. And everybody has to listen to me. And I'm fucking dabbing Aladdin. And that's really all people need to know. My name really fucking means something out there, folks. When people say dabbing Aladdin... They know, like, they're like, oh, shit, you know Dab and Aladdin. People know, like, Dab and People don't know other people, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a company party and people show up to the company party asking what your company is, probably didn't do a very good job marketing the company. Probably not a very good company, you know? I don't know. These are just thoughts. These are just thoughts from a fucking genius marketer who's ahead of his time. 
and who's nominated for the Young Entrepreneur of the Year in New England. I probably should be nominated for the Young Entrepreneur of the World, but I don't know how to nominate myself for that, so we'll fucking figure it out. But, oh, also, you know what? I'll actually want to say this quick. Mar- some fucking marketing advice. Shout out to, uh, I'm going to give a sh- I'm going to keep giving shout outs on these shows, dog. People love the fucking shout outs. Shout out to Cali Kush Boys on fucking Instagram. That's K-A-L-L-I underscore Kush underscore B-O-Y-Z. Cali Kush Boys on Instagram. My fucking Middle Eastern homie. He's in Detroit, Michigan. Apparently they're mad Arabs out in Detroit. I gotta get out there at some point. I wonder if like 8 Mile is just Eminem and then all Arabs. That'd be pretty sweet, dog. If I could be in an Arab Eminem gang. That'd be the fucking shit. But dude, this dude actually said he knows Eminem's daughter. Which is fucking hilarious. I don't know if I should talk about this too much. I don't want Eminem coming after me. But this dude, I talk shit on Instagram. I don't talk shit about trannies or about anything really. I just talk shit about how good I am at Madden. Because I am the fucking greatest at Madden. I roasted Crockett Exotics. Crockett Exotics on Instagram. My dude fucking Crockett. He fucking thought, he thought, keyword thought, that he could beat me. In Madden. So he was talking all this fucking shit. I joined the dude's fucking party. He says, let's play, invites me. All I hear in the headset is... Just a fucking loud-ass buzzing noise. I'm like, what the fuck is this buzzing noise in my head? They're trying to blame it on me. He's like, is your headset wireless? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, well, that's why there's noise. But I hear it too. I'm like, well, if you hear it too, it's obviously not my fucking headset. Because if it was me... I wouldn't hear it. You two fucks would hear it. Look at the party. It's his fucking friend. This motherfucker was trying to pull an Atlanta Falcons and just fucking blasting music through the fucking speakers just to fuck with the champ, just to throw me off. So what happens is I join the game, and I thought I was still playing Superstar KO where you can just run all over the place with Michael Vick. So I start running with bitch-ass stepdaddy Russell Wilson, right? And then I just get fucking... Hit after getting like 60 yards. He fumbles. He gets the ball. He scores a touchdown. I still can't hear shit. He's like talking. I can't even hear the game in my headphones because all I hear is. So then I'm like, dude, like, so then I fucking pick him off. When I I picked him off in that game, I realized that I had this dude's game plan completely down at that point and that anything that was going to happen from there was just going to be me taking over the game and roasting him because I'm a professional and that's what I do. I see what the competition is doing and then I just know what I need to do to fucking destroy them. That's what I do. That's what I do in Madden. That's what I do in everything in life. So anyway, he fucking, he fucking's trying this noise shit with me. I'm like, dude. Stop with this fucking beeping. So then he tells his friend to leave the party. The noise stops. Then what happens? He gets disconnected from the party. Not my fault. He gets disconnected from the game. He was up 7-0. I was about to take over. But he gets disconnected. So then we need to start over. There's no buzzing. So now he is not cheating. Soundgate is over. I have made it stop because you cannot beat me. And then I proceed to roast Crockett Exotics in Madden 35-6. to He did score a touchdown, but he didn't get the extra point, which is fucking hilarious because it makes it look like he didn't even score a touchdown against me. He just scored two field goals. And when he quit the game, it was fourth and 23 with three minutes left in the game, three minutes and 23 seconds 
and I was up 35-6. to six. So he got roasted. I'm better than Crockett Exotics. I'll play him again anytime. I'm going to play Harry Dabs too. Harry Dabs, I'm fucking waiting for you, motherfucker. You say you're going to beat me. You're not going to fucking beat me, all right? You think you're going to beat me in Madden. You're just going to be like everybody else. You're going to come into my party all fucking confident, and then about four plays into the game, you're going to want to go trade in your fucking Xbox, and you're going to just want to move on to a new form of gaming, you know, because you. I, that's what I do. I just demolish people in Madden. I'm just the greatest Madden player ever. So another challenger appears. I didn't get to play him yet because I was playing Superstar KO with my homies like we do every night. Me and my homie fucking 4 past 20. We just be roasting dudes on fucking Xbox every night. So uh, another challenger appears. Cali Kush boys, my homie on Instagram. He says to Adam, he joins the party and we're fucking chatting. And, uh, he says, he asked if I was the only Arab in the party, which I was. Everybody else was Vanilla Faces. And then we just started talking. And then, like, my friend's friend who plays Madden with us every night asks him if he knows some random person in Detroit. He's like, oh, you're from Detroit. Do you know fucking some random guy's name? And he's like, who, who is that? Is that, like... Am I supposed to know who that? He's like, oh, no, it's just a random guy in Detroit. <laughs> in all of Detroit. Oh, yeah, you just know a random person. So I thought that was hilarious. So then I said, oh, hey, you're from Detroit. I was just wondering, do you know Eminem? Just like kind of making fun of him. And he he started, he thought it was funny. He's like, you motherfucker. And then the guy from Detroit was like, actually, I don't, but I actually know his daughter. <laughs> I guess one of his friends, like, dated or something. I actually believe this dude, too, because he's Arab, and I don't think... He's not Arab. He was telling me he's, like, some old-ass type of Iraqi. And I actually asked my homie from Iran. I don't know if I should be on a podcast flaunting that I have homies from Iran at a time like this, but I asked my homie from Iran if he knew what this guy was, and he had never fucking heard of it ever. But this dude grows fucking fireweed. Shout out to Cali Kush boys on the motherfucking IG Go and look at his shit, dude. He's got some fucking fire. I'm looking at it right now. He's got fucking Zookie's French toast weed. Jesus, I wonder what that fucking tastes like. I was just saying I don't like to look at weed and I don't like to talk about it. And here I am looking at pictures of weed and talking about it. It is fucking beautiful. But it's not as beautiful as me because I'm the champ. Let's get back to the fucking Royal Rumble picks, shall we? Uh, Where was I in this fucking summary? Oh, yeah, the Fiend match. That's where I got all distracted. Because I started... That's that's where this fucking... Oh, man. That's where I just got extremely sidetracked when I started talking about Ernesto and his fucking whipping bitches. So back to the strap-on match that reminded me of some shit Ernesto would do with some bitch. Because it was literally just them whipping each other. At the end of the match, Daniel Bryan... Oh, yeah, but so... <laughs> I didn't even finish that Ernesto story. Jesus Christ. So Ernesto's fighting with this guy, and this guy says, my wife is a private investigator, and she found out that Ernesto is bisexual because his name is emails on a website that's for bisexual people, which is hilarious because Ernesto's come on this show and talked about how he's on all these fetish websites doing crazy shit. So the fact that Ernesto's email 
is on some fucking website where there's some freaky shit going down. I'm not, like, surprised. He's talked about it on the show. It's not like a fucking secret. So it's just fucking hilarious. And it's honestly better for the show because now I can make jokes about Ernesto whipping bitches and about how a strap-on match is like a mix of Nyla Rose and Ernesto, which is pretty funny. But so the strap-on... This was also the first match where the lights were not red. I don't know if they did this so you could see the marks on them. I don't know if they did this because it was a test because they wanted to see how it would look without the red lights. If they thought that the people at the arena would be too dumb to handle the red lights, they needed it to be regular tonight. I don't know what the fucking deal was. Honestly, I had a hard time paying attention to the whole match, and I think that I like it better with the red lights. When they make the lights red, I make the lights in my apartment red, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in the match. And then I watch it, and it's fucking awesome. And they didn't fucking do that. It was just a regular fucking match, and I didn't fucking like it, but it was all right. It was The Fiend, and The Fiend is still the best shit. I'm not going to complain about The Fiend because then I'm just a bitch like everybody else, so great match. I love The Fiend. Uh, Fiend fucking beat Daniel Bryan in 17 minutes, 32 seconds. I'm also just salty about the match because it's why Dylan beat, I mean, it's why Dennis beat me. And then Becky beat the fucking bat flu having bitch, and... That's what tied me with Benoit. Then me and Dennis were tied at six. Dylan was at five. Ernesto was at five. Kent was at three. Patrick was at four. Trip was at five. And that left me and Chris Benoit fucking tied, son, going into the motherfucking Royal Rumble. And I had fake cancer winning. And uh, Dennis had... Who did Dennis have winning? I think he had Lesnar. Everybody had Lesnar. And honestly, dude, I kind of like the fucking Rumble. Because what it started with is fucking Brock Lesnar coming out number one. And everybody who came out just knew that they were a fucking sacrificial lamb for Brock Lesnar. Elias even said it. On his way down to the ring, he came down playing guitar. He's like, as the sacrificial lamb walks down to the ring, or whatever he says. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and try to sing fucking country music for you people. But anyway, he does that, and then Brock Lesnar fucks him up. People just keep coming out one after one. He eliminated 14 people from the Royal Rumble. Fucking crazy. And then Mr. Fingers in the Butt Ricochet comes out, and then... I think maybe I think then I think Drew McIntyre came out. The two of them worked together. I think and eliminated. Did they eliminate Lesnar? I think so. At one point, it was just all big people. It was fucking Keith Lee. That was my favorite part, dude. Keith Lee hit Brock with an elbow that was fucking stiff. At one point, it was Keith Lee, Braun Strowman, and Brock. And fucking Vince McMahon was somewhere backstage watching a monitor just stroking his dick with every bit of life left in him. He was on like a fucking whole pack of Blue Chew, just fucking chomping him, watching all these big dudes, big oily men in the ring. Oh, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want. Oh, yeah. So they had that. That was honestly not bad, though, because that's kind of like you need a little bit of that in wrestling. You know what I mean? You need the only big fat dudes can't just be in the women's division in a ring beating up women like an AEW or in a fucking bondage suit. You know what I mean? Fucking gay EW. But so, there's that. Uh, the big dude, the whole thing with that. And then it just, Brock gets eliminated. Roman comes out towards the end. I I think it was, uh, 
came down to fucking Roman and Drew McIntyre, I think, and fucking Drew McIntyre put him over. I think if Drew McIntyre won, yo, yeah, Drew McIntyre did win, and and Dylan picked him, which made it a three-way fucking tie. So, therefore, Dylan had fucking uh, six points, and he picked 10 minutes. I had six points, and I picked 14 minutes, and Dennis is a cocksucker, and he had six points, and he picked 14 minutes and 30 seconds. And that was that. Dennis fucking wins. Congratulations to Chris Benoit. He is the new Jew champ. And, uh, yeah, that's fucking that. Um, What else? Do we want to do a dead motherfucker show for Kobe Bryant? That's what's the topic of discussion, is do we want to do a dead motherfucker show for Kobe Bryant? He died in a plane crash, helicopter crash. I don't know. Honestly, though, Shane McMahon survived a fucking helicopter crash. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was recently. Which leads me to believe that if Kobe Bryant had more Hell in a Cell experience, he would probably be alive. He had great ups. He could dunk. He could get up there, do everything. But he needs to work on his landings. And that's why he's fucking dead. If he had more Hell in a Cell experience, if he had gotten a WWE contract like many other top athletes, such as Tyson Fury, maybe he would have gotten in some of that work. He would have gone in in the Performance Center, worked with Shane McMahon, hit a couple coast-to-coasts. He's not going to do a coast-to-coast. He couldn't even make it across California. Oh! Oh, man. So bad. Paul Pierce is better anyway, dude. Paul Pierce got fucking stabbed. This guy can't even go on a fucking chopper ride. You know what I mean? Paul Pierce all fucking day. 34, the truth. Fuck Kobe Bryant. I don't give a fuck. He's from fucking California, and he raped bitches. He's not from here. You know? Honestly, it's kind of good, because it's going to get everybody to stop talking about how Hernandez might have fucked dudes. Now everybody's just going to be sad Kobe's dead, and they'll do a fucking Netflix on Kobe and how he raped bitches instead of how Hernandez fucking fucked dudes you know what i mean imagine if now kobe's dead they do a whole me too documentary with like 20 bitches saying that kobe raped them and he's not here to defend himself people would be fucking pissed that's how they should feel about hernandez man dead or not it's fucking i mean not dead or not gay or not really is it a fucking time when people are supposed to fucking not care if you're gay It's supposed to be like, oh, if you're gay, it doesn't matter. If you're a tranny, it doesn't matter. If you're a fucking whatever, fucking you fuck pans, it doesn't matter. So why, if this dude's dead, we're going to do a whole documentary about how he's gay? I thought it doesn't matter. So clearly, all of you people are not mature enough as you say that you are, and you can't handle someone being a homosexual because I thought it doesn't matter. So why are we making a whole Netflix documentary about it if if it's the norm? Then why? You didn't do it when this guy was alive, huh? You fucking scared, bitches. But yeah, man, that's 45 minutes. I don't know if I even need to do any more on this fucking podcast. I think everybody gets the fucking message at this point. Later on in the week, hopefully, I will be interviewing uh, Dijon, the guy who fucked up Charlie Zelenoff. Last Thursday didn't work for him. We'll see if this one does. And uh, yeah, stay tuned, folks. Dab comedy. Go and fucking vote for me. The link is everywhere. The link's all over my fucking Instagram, my fucking Snapchat, my Facebook, the Dab and Aladdin Facebook. 
It's everywhere, folks. Go and vote for me. Don't vote for anybody else. Vote for Dabin Aladdin for the four categories I'm nominated for. Vote for Dylan Catino and vote for my girl Nug Thug. She's awesome. Vote for us for everything, for those things. And for everything else, just like vote for someone that you don't know. That's what I'd say. You know what I mean? Give a stranger a chance. Vote for a name you've never seen before and vote for them a lot. And for everything else, vote for Dabin Aladdin. And that's that, folks. Thank you for listening. I'm the fucking champ. Go fuck yourselves. We out. Hey, hey. I got shorties out trying to find me that look. Slipping through the cracks because I'm slimy. I slip chain wetter than a river. You could cry me. Quick to timber lick a bitch. Now she despise me. I swear. I just let the money energize me. Nigga, you was in your 20s and the 90s. Yeah. Now let me roll my sleeve up while you go get your G's up. I'm a boss. I cut you off if I think you a scheme. Now let me roll my sleeve up while you go get your G's up. I'm a boss. I cut you off if I think you a scheme. Now let me roll my sleeve up while you go get your G's up. I'm a boss. I cut you off if I think you a scheme. Up. Had to get my team up and had to get my cream up. Plus that woo had told you that the cash rule everything. Huh. F for them Katrina, now we don't wait for FEMA We get back up on our feet and slab a candy beamer I can't be no dreamer, and plus my girl a diva Keep her happy in that nappy where there's Aquafina I'm starching from the cleaners, and plus I'm gripping real wood We ripped that before Pimp died, and I feel like we still should Show them how the grill look, them swingers on the wheel should Get the chips and purchase with because it make me feel good I be like, Get a mic for you, make it for these boys who drop the syrup in the Sprite soda. Screwed up Southern type flower, say that he a dice roller. Just be careful, this ain't something you should bet your life over. Hope the lizard guy call you, cause you better be insured. You gon' come to Texas with that, then you better be for sure. You should hear that kitty purr. No, this jag is not for her. You can't even see the piece, that's right, my chest look like a blur. That big crit is chopped in, got my weapon cocked in. It's not even in the spot, I'm supposed to have it locked in Caddy that I'm dropped in, make you erase your top ten That's if we talking cars abroad, whatever I got options, I'm in my